Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. Welcome back to AudioPie series for GCSE students on DNA by Dennis Kelly, where we guide you through everything you need to know about the play so that you'll be able to confidently tackle the questions you'll be set in your exams. So far in the series, we've set the scene, but looking at the background and context of the play, and focused in on the style and language that the writer uses in DNA. Today, we're going to look at another very important aspect of any literature text, the setting. The setting of any story is very useful to us as readers. It helps us to form a clearer understanding of the characters and the events in a text, whether that's the futuristic, out-of-this-world setting that is created in a science fiction novel or the gritty urban estate of a powerful television drama. Where the story is set and the places that key events in the story take place in are conscious decisions that the writer makes. As with several other aspects of the play, DNA is actually quite unusual in the way that Dennis Kelly chooses the settings. Often, writers will vividly describe the setting so that the reader can picture it in their mind, and often writers will be very precise and refer to real street names or landmarks so that a real sense of realism is created. However, Dennis Kelly chooses to do neither of these things. The events of DNA take place in, as the stage directions say, a street, a field and a wood. That's it. That's all the detail we are given, simply a street, a field and a wood. There are two key questions to think about in terms of the setting of DNA. Why has the writer chosen these particular locations? And what is the effect created by choosing outdoor public spaces? Now, as we go on to look in a bit more detail about each of the settings, we'll deal with that second question the effect created. But the first question of why Dennis Kelly has chosen the particular locations, we can look at now. The vagueness of the choice of the settings, a street, a field and a wood, is in keeping with an idea that we've already discussed in previous podcasts in the series. It's the idea that the events in DNA could happen to anyone. Remember the stage directions, Names and genders of characters are suggestions only and can be changed to suit performers, and that the events could happen anywhere. That's one clear reason why the settings are vague. Kelly is maybe suggesting that what happens in DNA could happen in any street, any field and any wood. These are neutral locations. Most of us have lived in an area where there'll be plenty of streets and fields, and we probably don't have to travel too far to find a wood. Let's look now at the three chosen settings in some more detail. With the setting of a play, where the action is set is just one important thing to look at. We also need to consider who we see in those places. We ask ourselves questions like, do we associate certain characters with particular settings? And what effect is achieved by this? And with DNA, the settings are closely linked to characters – and the structure of the story is inextricably linked to the settings and the characters we see in these particular places. DNA follows a cyclical structure, which is repeated in terms of the setting and which characters appear within each setting. 
The play is divided into four sections, or acts. The first three of those each have four scenes, and the locations and characters we see at a particular time remain the same. So, in Act 1, Act 2, and Act 3, the structure, settings and characters we see are Scene 1, a street, Mark and Jan. Scene 2, a field, Leah and Phil. Scene 3, a wood, all characters. Scene 4, a field, Leah and Phil. In Act 4, the structure and settings begin to follow the same pattern, but the characters change slightly, and this act only has two scenes. Scene 1, a street, Mark and Jan. Scene 2, a field, Richard and Phil. So, with a couple of slight variations and exceptions, for example, John Tate is missing from the last two scenes, the structure and cycle of settings stay the same. Let's take a closer look at each of the three settings. A street. There's an irony that in a story which essentially deals with a cover-up, all the events unfold in the open in outdoor public places. A street also has the obvious connotations of street gangs or of teenagers gathering on the street. The scenes in a street featuring Mark and Jan explain to the audience what has been happening and serve as an introduction and preparation for the scene in each act, scene three, which contains the whole group. A field. A field is still out in the open, but more out of the way than a typical street. A field is open, but with more space, and the scenes featuring Leah and Phil see them away from the distractions of all the other members of the group. Leah's monologues that take place in these scenes also suggest that she is removed from the horror of the situation she finds herself in. A wood. The whole group scenes take place in a wood. It seems an entirely suitable setting because of the obvious connotations that a wood has. Woods tend to be on the fringe or the outskirts and can be seen as quite intimidating, dark, even scary places. Although outside in the open, what goes on in a wood can go undetected and not seen. That's very apt, because what the group discusses in the woods are things that would be hidden from normal life and normal society. A wood is used as the setting here because it enables events to occur without anybody from outside the group knowing. Thank you very much for listening. In the next chapter, we'll be looking at the characters in DNA in detail. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.